following is a presentation of the Bellup Sports Media Network. Welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy Cole Morgan. Here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, we talk Atlanta Falcons news, pregame predictions, and all other news surrounding the Atlanta Falcons. Touchdown, Atlanta! Also on the podcast, we talk Call of Duty League esports covering roster mania, major predictions, COD champs, player trades, and much more to get you ready for every single CDL weekend. Scuff goes through, and Scuff stands, it's a one-on-one in optic with the reverse sweep. If that sounds good with you, put on your Falcons jersey, grab your gaming headset, and let's get the show started. Guys, I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Here on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking nothing but Call of Duty League 2023 season recaps for two teams on this episode. So after the break, I will get into more detail of why I'm covering two teams on this episode. Alright guys, so the reason why I'm covering two teams on today's episode of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, I believe I made it clear on Twitter as well, I'm not sure, but the Atlanta Falcons played their final preseason game yesterday, you hear in this podcast pretty much, and the results is final now, you know, the Falcons won or lost because I'm recording this like three hours before the matchup even starts, so I don't even know the results of the Falcons versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. But of course, I will definitely be keeping up with that on Twitter throughout the night. And I know, I know for a fact, I did put up my personal thoughts and what I should expect from that game. So definitely make sure you are following me on Twitter at MMS Stacy Morgan on X, or formerly known as Twitter. So now since we get that out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to quickly mention some show notes right here. Number one is your boy here has definitely got a clothing brand now going on through the Belly Up Sports Media Network on bonfire.com. Now the t-shirt design is very simple. That's not really nothing to be, you know, just super like just, you know, amazed by. But it's still something to support the podcast, so definitely I will have it linked down below in the description for you guys to check it out. And there will be more t-shirt designs to come later in the future, and also one to kind of represent the homage of Athens, Georgia, where I currently live, and has been living now for the past few years, and just you know, really want to pay homage to the city of Athens. Kind of want to have something like Bulldogs theme related, almost, kind of. So, it will be in that kind of criteria. I might even host a kind of like a graphic t-shirt competition with this one. But that would just be for something later down the road to check out. But definitely, again, go check out the official Morgan Man Sports Bonfire page and get your t-shirt today or wait to see more designs come out. And again, that's where you can follow me on Twitter to check out those designs, the new updated ones after this podcast episode. 
So now we are getting into a little bit of news right here, ladies and gentlemen. The Florida Mutineers branding has been retired after four years, and the Miami Hurtics has taken its place. And this team will consist of Vickle, Lucky, Mental, Eric Boom, Journey, and Methods Sick have joined the franchise, as well as Gabriel Knoll. Am I pronouncing that right? Or just short for Noel? So the Miami Hurtics is a legit and official branding of the Call of Duty League franchise and will take place in the Modern Warfare 3 season to carry forward. So that is now four franchises, two or, yeah, really two of which has came from Hex, Chicago Huntsman, and then the I believe it was Optic Chicago after that. And then, of course, we had Optic LA, which that was different from Hex's Optic. So, really, you got to count that as a third. And now we got the Florida Mutineers. Well, really, there's technically five because there's no longer a Dallas Empire in, in the CDL. So, that's five franchises with now different logos or just no longer a thing. And it's just kind of crazy that how since just 2019 to 2023, we've had that much change in franchises or logo designs, whatever. It's, it's crazy. But yes, the Florida Mutineers are no longer a thing, and it will be now the Miami Hurtics. Now going on to the modes, possibly coming to MW3. Now, nothing is set in stone just yet. I would imagine... On October 5th, and when we get the multiplayer reveal, that there will be something talked about with the professional scene for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. But again, nothing is set in stone. But CDO Intel on Twitter, or X, the league has serious discussions on getting rid of Control as a third game mode last season and playing either three hard points or three SDs instead. So that's meaning to me that this year could possibly be the year where we get rid of control as that third game mode, come up with something else, or we just start playing three HPs or three SDs. Me personally, I don't want to see three hard points or three search and destroys. If you really want to bring back that true nature Call of Duty competitive scene, bring back Capture the Flag. Bring that back. You know, that has been a fan favorite game mode, competitive game mode at that for so many years now. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Call of Duty Ghost was the last time we saw uh, Capture the Flag. And that's been now since, whoa, gosh like 2016 2017 right in there so i mean it's it has been a while <laughs> since we've seen capture flag in a competitive series so uh what do you think guys do you think that capture flag needs to return or do you think that we need to play three hard points or three search and destroys in this or just keep it like it is hard point search and destroy and control and then you rotate it out if the map series goes beyond a map three. 
All right, guys, so we are getting into the matter of the podcast right now. And to start things off, we are talking about the Las Vegas Legion, who just is now Las Vegas for this past season, was formerly known as the Paris Legion, but is now the Las Vegas Legion. And this team did consist of TJ Haley, Temp, Clayster, and Standy. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe all of the players have been released from the Legion, and there's no official update as of yet of who's going to be on this team. So the Las Vegas Legion definitely was a hot team coming into this year because, again, you had Clayster. Standy was a kind of a late pickup right in there, but you had Temp, you had TJ Haley, who definitely was very great players. And going through their series history right here, ladies and gentlemen, their stage four was their best, what was their peak of the year right here. You know, you're having wins against Boston 3-1, LAG 3-2, Toronto 3-2, uh, the Florida Mutineers 3-1. That was your peak of the season right there. I mean, that's where you was the most dominant ever. And then looking at like the other majors for like the kind of like the lowest of the low for the season. Guys, I'm looking at really stage one because they were coming into the season as, okay, we are going to compete. And then whenever you're losing against the Los Angeles Thieves, Florida Mutineers, Atlanta phase, and your only win was against Minnesota, who, by the way, still wasn't really that great of a team. You know, that was kind of like your lowest one of the season. So it, it was so much, so much expectations. This team didn't, did fulfill a little bit and they had a chance to go to college champs, but ultimately failed at the very end of it all right there and lost to New York in a 03 fashion. And that just totally ended it right there. And I believe they only earned like maybe $30,000, $40,000 on the entire year. So, I mean, that's that's an improvement in the money market right there. But still, you're, you're going after that ring and the trophy. You know, that's what it's all for whenever you go to COD Champs. For your Matt Win-Loss Ratio, it was a 73.89 at a 45%. 45.1% win-loss percentage, I should say. And for series win-loss, it was a 46.2% at 18 wins, 21 losses. Your hard point, this is total team stats, by the way. I'm not going into individual stats. But hard point for the Las Vegas Legion, kills per 10 minute was 83.7% kill tents per minute. Overall, KD was a .98. Engagements was 169.1. Devs per 10 minutes was 85.4. And number of maps was 70. So that's a that's a good little bit of a number right there. Search and destroy. Kills per round is 2.79. First blood rate was 50.5%. Overall, KD was a 1.02. Engagement per round was 5.52. Deaths per round was 2.73, and number of maps is 53. And I can already go ahead and tell you the Search and Destroy was their best category 
because control my friend and the kills per 10 minutes was 67.5 overall kd was a 0.91 engagements per 10 minutes was 141.6 and deaths per 10 minutes 74.0 and number maps 39 so search and destroy definitely was their strong point of the year then really second best map or game mode was hardpoint but still was not was not consistent absolutely was not consistent you know you're again you're looking at their overall records 31 39 in the hardpoint and then 32 21 in search and destroy and for control just for life and matters was only 10 wins and 29 losses <clears throat> So definitely the Las Vegas Legion, again, guys, was supposed to be the team to start making COD champs with a veteran in Clayster and going with, you know, Tim and TJ Haley and Standy, kind of like midway towards the season. Guys, this team was poised to win it all. Or if not win at all, at least make a run at COD Champs and make some noise for the following season. But that just did not happen. And so I, for the overall grade for the Las Vegas Legion, guys, they're only going to get a C minus. It they had their moments and they capitalized on those moments, but they had more downfalls and bad moments than than good moments. And that's the only reason I'm giving them C minus. If they had less of the down moments, it could have at least went up to maybe like a B plus at least. Now moving on over to the London Royal Ravens. I know you guys can hear it. My voice is kind of like just going out a little bit on me. So I'm trying to hurry up throughout this. So the London Royal Ravens, ladies and gentlemen, consisted of Scraps, Nasty, Yuli, and the Sim. And let me tell you, now this was another team that had high expectations, especially with a Sim and Scraps being kind of like that main duo that everybody was going to focus on. But you're wrong. The London Royal Ravens had a map win-loss ratio of 33.1% with 40 wins, 81 losses in the map count. And for the series, this is so disappointing, 22.6% was only seven wins, 24 losses in the series. Guys, the, the Ravens just got absolutely stomped. Uh, hard point, this is total team stats. Kills per 10 minutes, 83.3%, with an overall KD of 97, .97, I should say. Then after that, search and destroy, kills, Per, per round is 2.65. Overall KD was a 0.91. Control, kills per 10 minutes, 67.0. And overall KD was a 0.95. So their best game mode was hardpoint. And they only won 19 matches in hardpoint. And then their second best was control. And they only won seven and lost 24. So there, there's just no, there was no hope for the London Royal Ravens. And going back through like their stages and majors, ooh, there's a lot of down moments for them. I guess their peak was at the beginning of the year, 
at stage one around December when they beat, you know, the stage one or well, I should say major one champions at that time, the New York subliners in the three Oh, then beat the Los Angeles gorillas in a three, two, but then lost to Seattle one, three up to Texas two, three. So yeah. And they're gosh, their lowest of the low would have to be stage five. Because looking at stage five, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, they're going, I mean, they didn't even win a single series in stage five. 0-3 against Minnesota, 1-3 against LAG, 1-3 against Atlanta, 0-3 against Florida, and 0-3 against the Los Angeles Thieves. That was kind of like their down moment right there for the, the entire year, and their peak of the year was stage one. And then, and then they go in the major five and win against Boston. So they did make somewhat of a little bit of a noise, but not nothing to really cause like too many, too much chaos and still ended up, gosh, throughout the year, I believe they only earned like $10,000 for the entire year. So definitely the Ravens has got to set their game up this off season. If they definitely want to compete against the juggernauts of Atlanta phase, Optic Texas Toronto Ultra because those three teams right there have tremendously sat down, you know, not with each other, but like within their own organizations and said, Look, we're here to win, and we're here to win with big name players who can do big name moves and win at the biggest stages of them all. So that's why you got Draza if you're FaZe. That's why you got Envoy if you're Toronto Ultra. And for Optic, I mean, I'm not going to go into deep, much detail with them right now because they're going to be later throughout the, um, you know, the, the series that I'm going through right now on my podcast. But, I mean, with that roster, guys, this is, this is going to be a scary year for a lot of teams. I'm looking at, again... Atlanta, Optic Texas, Toronto. I'm looking at those three being in the top three. These other teams, they have no shot. By all means, New York, I'm going to put in that that fourth spot. But again, they're going to be at a later time when, when the time does come around here in the podcast to talk about them. But when, when you have which is now the Miami Hurtics, you know, you got Boston was okay, but the Hurtics, the Legion, the Londons, the LEGs, the Minnesotas, the Seattles, they're really going to have to step their game up this year. They're, they are going to have to compete and make big boy moves to really win against, again, Atlanta, Toronto, Texas, New York, I mean, it's it's just going to be in the the writing on the wall, pretty much. That this is your top four: Atlanta, Toronto, Texas, and New York. That's your top four. No one else. That's that's my way too early predictions for your top four teams going into the CDO twenty twenty. You might as well say twenty twenty four season. They don't do it like the NFL. Well, I mean, they're kind of doing it like the NFL and NBA. But I'm just going to go ahead and just say the CDO 2024 season. 
So guys, what did you think of the Las Vegas Legion and the London Royal Ravens this past year? What was your excitement level for both teams? I want to know again on Twitter at MMSAsonMorgan. Make sure you are going to get the t-shirts or if not, just wait and look for the update on Twitter for more graphic designs on each and every single t-shirt. I want to shout out to Belly Up Sports Media Network and Out of Your Falcon's Mind or Out of Your Falcon Mind, I should say on Twitter. Guys, the, the Falcons community is definitely rising. I've been following a lot of these these content creators for the Atlanta Falcons Network and they've been following me back. So I am definitely blessed on that. We're, I'm hoping to get at least one of these guys on the podcast episode before the season starts. Hopefully Out of Your Falcon Mind to talk week one preview versus the Carolina Panthers with out of your Falcon mind and kind of the season expectations. So let's, let's hope and pray that we get them on the show guys. So it's definitely going to be huge. They got a good name in the community right now and they're just, it's an overall great vibe. If you're the Atlanta Falcons nation, we're all collaborating with one another, trying to support one another. And that's what it's all about is lifting each other up. So, but until then, guys, I'll be Morgan. We'll catch you all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. <laughs>